0: at the governor's conference on tourism and hospitality and this is best behavior creative club i am your host chris McAdoo. And i'm Brad Carpenter look at that we're getting this down <laughs> i was
1: like a like a little like a, a school kid i'm Brad Carpenter <laughs> and my parents are <laughs>
0: <laughs> my dad's a tennis coach i don't i don't know why he just seems he seems like he would be <laughs>
2: <That's a tennis laughs> coach. but
0: we're we are joined. Uh, we are joined today. We are honored to be joined by Cindy Todd uh, from the Tennessee Aquarium.
2: How are you? Great to be here. I'm great. Thank you.
0: Why don't you tell the good people uh, kind of who you are and what the, the the bare bones of who you are, what you do, and what brought you here to the governor's conference.
2: I am the chief marketing officer for the Tennessee Aquarium, and I've been so privileged to be in that position since before the aquarium opened. Like Actually, next week, I'll have my 28th anniversary. 28 years. And wow. I thrive on change. Like, you know, those personality tests that you do? Like, I'm off the bell curve. And so it's so <laughs> funny to me that I've been in this job for so long, but we've gone from a startup to um, more of a mature product with extreme competition. There's right. always new exhibits. So it's great fun and my marketing position actually I'm part of the senior leadership team and we manage all operations of the aquarium so it's it's so much more than marketing and then under my direct responsibility is are things like facility rental and membership and food and beverage and you know PR research all of that so it's been great great ride I love it
0: wow so twenty eight years I love that you have been with an organization that long to see it go from startup and, and, and all that to where it is now um, how many annual like how many annual visitors do you guys have every year?
2: We get about eight hundred thousand okay yeah, and you know it 's been interesting when. When we were, before we opened, they projected that we would do 650,000 visitors. And that first 12 months, we did 1.4 million. So that was really exciting. (laughs) And then I studied what happens with tourism and, and learned that you, you know you can expect about a 25 percent drop-off and then you just hope to level off at a good point but you're never usually as strong as you are if you if you open in a really strong way that first year is your best because you're new to everybody and so you know that's really fun to just absolutely make the most of that and we had leveled off at a million and then two more aquariums really good aquariums opened on either side of us the Ripley's Aquarium Mm -hmm. in Gatlinburg and then the Georgia Aquarium in Atlanta so We have extreme competition, yet we're collegial and we all have a a mission in common, pretty much. Right.
0: Yeah. Well, how has the culture of the place changed, grown, responded over 28 years?
2: I think what really means a lot to me and and I actually have quite a few coworkers who've also been there from the beginning is that we are just getting stronger and stronger with our mission and and it's wonderful because people really care about your animal care and they care that you're doing really meaningful good work with conservation. You, they don't want you just mm-hmm. to be an attraction when you have animals. They they want to know that you're making the world a better place and Um, So we opened a couple of years ago. We've had a research component for a couple of decades, but we opened a facility on the banks of the Tennessee River, um, the Tennessee Aquarium Conservation Institute. And we are really the leading authority for freshwater conservation. And I like to think of it as the voice for freshwater animals and habitats. And when you think about it, it it still amazes me because freshwater is just less than 1% of the water on the planet. And it's what we all depend on for survival. And um, nobody really owned that freshwater position. There's a lot of people that are working in the ocean, but uh-huh. not necessarily freshwater. So it's wonderful is that we live in one of the most biologically diverse places on the planet. Chattanooga is. And I imagine also Knoxville, mm-hmm. where you live. And a lot of people don't realize that there's just extreme biodiversity. Like, I think it's 60% of the fishes in America live right in our backyard. 60%? And something like that. Wow. Yeah. It's wow. huge numbers. Like, it's, it's interesting out west they get most of the money for the national parks for conservation but we have way way more diversity of uh, animal species and also uh, plants and um, so that makes us an ideal place to be this training ground and we have um, students college students from all across the country from california to new york coming to chattanooga to learn with our scientists to then go back out and be that voice for freshwater and it's more important than ever i think to have good science to back up the decisions and mm-hmm. that's what we're yeah. doing
1: well cindy and I, we we work together and we do an influencer program and when these influencers go to the aquarium we send them all these places they get to do a lot of fun things and then i have a phone call them afterwards and i say what was your favorite part they say talking to the scientists because they get like backstage tours uh-huh. and they talk to the scientists They say, I learned so much. And they also, the people who got to go to the institute said that was the best part of their trip, hands down. Wow, that's good to hear. Every single one.
2: You know, and we're, from a marketing standpoint, sometimes it's challenging because we don't just have this big mega charismatic animal. Like some places it's their big gorilla or something. you (laughs) know. And we're the sum of a lot of different parts. But you start at the uh, top of the aquarium, like in a uh, mountain cove, and you follow a drop of water all the way through the streams, Mm -hmm. creeks, swamps and to as it flows into the Gulf of Mexico and I don't think we all appreciate how much we don't know about that water and when you think about it like we're, we're privileged to be surrounded by water in Tennessee and I'll never forget the first time I saw our Nickajack Lake exhibit because I'm a I'm to do all kinds of water sports and I was like oh my gosh that is what's in the water with me you know you but it's murky you can't see it and there's so much um life down there that's really interesting and some people that freaks them out but I'm a scuba diver so I absolutely love it
1: I mean it it freaks them out because they're big I think like there's some big monsters down there but eh, (laughs) whatever we'll share the water I like to water ski it's
2: it's nice when people can make that connection because I I think before the Tennessee Aquarium the level of caring wasn't nearly as high because you you just don't appreciate what's there
0: well talk to me a little bit about and I think again having been involved with the organization to see its mission grow and now be even more powerfully defined which I think is just a super cool thing Talk to me about experience, like how important is your visitor, if it's a family, if it's from whoever that may be, how important is that experience to you when they set foot on that property or when they encounter you, you know, online or something like that? Like how important is that experience being level with them?
2: Oh, it's, it's everything. Cause as we know people, it's, it's all about third-party endorsements and what other people say about you it's not what you say about yourself Mm -hmm. and um, we are not the biggest um, but I think we're the best and um, there's a lot of research that proves that we have the high we have the highest overall satisfaction ratings and we've also learned that our people are just as important as our animals and the habitats that they live in and you know we have free-flying birds we kind of do above and below the surface but that's everything, and we put so much focus on it, um, and I think that's how we've been able to really stay strong through all of this, um, the new uh, aquariums that have opened around us, because that pie's been carved up so much, but yep. and we just kind of kept the eye on our ball and, and, and try to maintain really super quality at all levels. Yeah.
0: And has it been a, an opportunity slash challenge, uh, all that, as the city has come up around it as well? so you guys have kind of been in the middle as the river walk has has developed and as the downtown went from you know sleepy chattanooga to Know, what it is today
2: yeah we're we're actually credited with being the catalyst because when i planned the grand opening there was no place to get a drink no place to use the restroom wow. no place to wow. get food and i can remember visiting um the national aquarium in baltimore and they had nightlife and i remember thinking i wonder if we'll ever have nightlife <laughs> and we have all of that now and um and i think the aquarium was a catalyst and there was a it was very intentional there was a fabulous master plan um that the community came together and um Really paid a lot of attention. Like we don't have a big restaurant in our aquarium because we wanted more restaurants to open in and around us, and so um, that was part of you know again being a catalyst for development.
0: Right. Well, actually, that's a. I bet you can speak incredibly well to this. We've talked with a lot of folks about the overlap and uh, and relationship between tourism, hospitality, the softer side of things, with economic prosperity, with development, and. I guess, yeah, kind of speak to the things that you have seen as that cities come together, as the aquarium was the catalyst, how those, how a great life impacts business, impacts recruitment, impacts the livelihoods of the people that work there.
2: Right. And one thing I, I, I want to say about that master plan is they they built it so that locals would love it. But knowing that if locals loved it, then the, the guests coming from out of town would also yeah. love it. And we have a lot of local visitation t- and just forgot what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. That's why. We, well, and, and for everybody, we are here and we went uh, uh, last night. A lot of folks went out. And I believe a band made a, a decent penny playing mid '90s country covers yep. oh my gosh. Uh, from us, and I was very nice. loved Joe Diffie.
1: We had Joe, what, Little Brooks you, and Dunn. We just were having the time of our lives, just singing '90s country. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. You were asking about economic impact, and no. we anyway. Actually, we yeah. actually have studied that, and it's been like several billion dollars, and and right now it's in excess of a hundred and ten million dollars in economic impact every year. Wow. That um, just the out-of-town visitors coming to the Tennessee Aquarium bring in. So it is nice to be able to um, to track that and know that what you're doing supports not just your jobs and our mission, but also right. the community.
0: That is. Incredible. And
2: I'm incredibly grateful that we need the community to be wonderful. And so it's really wonderful. Now that we're a mature product, people come for Chattanooga, they all, they come, we're like the top driver, but still so many come for the restaurants and yep. the atmosphere. And so I'm, as the chief marketing officer, I'm extremely grateful that there's a whole lot more reasons to come to Chattanooga and that all of that helps us.
0: Man, that is so much. It's that's kind of flipped a little bit. I love it. Okay. So what is one of your favorite experiences personally from the aquarium, if it's a guest visit, if it's a story that you know, if it's a, what's one of your personal favorite memories from from these last, you know, 28 years?
2: Uh, I don't know that I have just like one, but it's so fun to go over and see little kids like just in awe of the sharks and the fish even babies their eyes follow the fish and I love that we're for every generation you also see you know seniors coming in there and they've never seen below the surface of rivers and lakes so I think it's just that those aha moments and then the families. Enjoying join that experience together. And then one thing too that we know from research is it's really, people aren't coming just for the fish. They are coming for that shared experience with friends and family. And so if we facilitate a great experience, then that's what makes them really happy. And if you think about when you're planning something with your family, that's really the key driver. What do we want to do with the kids this weekend? Or <laughs> we have uh, more than half of our visitors actually are couples coming without kids. But you know, you want something oh. that you can both enjoy. and.
1: We, took, we huh. took my family out to the Tennessee Aquarium, and they loved it. But my son, my middle son, who was five at the time, became obsessed with turtles. And after that trip, he said, I'm going to work with turtles. Wow. And that's my job. We thought we thought he was going to forget about it. But we're, we're like seven, eight, eight months from that trip, and he's still talking about working with turtles when he grows up.
2: Does he know that we're opening a new turtle exhibit in March?
1: He will it's when I text him. All about right, turtles. <laughs>
2: Next year is going to be pretty much the year of turtles, like turtle the film at the IMAX turtle. and then, oh, yeah. this
1: new we gotta, exhibit. And we got to get him out there. You got to see his reaction. He's... We have
2: more turtles than any other facility yeah. in the country, and this is like just makes you so proud when you work there. Like several of our herpetologists, people who work with the reptiles, mm-hmm. they are like such experts in the uh, the country on turtles, and they they lead efforts like to, like say there's um a Turtles that are um, confiscated by law enforcement because they were captured illegally huh. to be shipped off. Like our folks are the ones that um, help figure out what what we can do with those right. turtles, and then they're also um, one. There's some turtle species that there's only six left in the world, and then our guys are so expert that they can get them to breed, and so that we can have like start having an ARC population, and you know those are the things that make you proud. It's not just about showing them to people, but it's really about making a difference for animals in the wild. That's
0: incredible. I absolutely love that. And normally the the last sort of question is what's coming up next. But oh, I guess it's the turtle exhibit. It is the turtle
2: <laughs> exhibit. So
0: we'll 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 wrap everything up. Is there anything else that you would like to share? You've been on a journey for a long time with the aquarium and you've been able to, you know, like you say, from that startup culture to, you know, to what it is now. What kind of advice would you give to a destination an attraction, or just anybody that has a passion about something like that and they want to see they want to see positive change as well or, po- or you know positive progression
2: yeah well, I, I think start with your passion make sure i don 't think you you can be good at your job unless you really love it especially in the marketing role and then just surround yourself with really good people and and be incredibly humble we've talked about this brad i mean our (laughs) marketing has changed it's a whole different job from when i started so you you should never feel like you know it all you should always be open to New ideas and trying new things, and but it's still all about really good communication, good storytelling, and yeah. you know finding what appeals to people. But um, but I, I think it's just it's really about working with a good team and work. You know, I think one of the keys to my success has been the ability to kind of make connections and convene people together and work collaboratively. So I've been on the Convention and Visitors Bureau board since I moved to town in 86, that was for a different job originally. But I, I just think it's fun to partner to make your destination really wonderful.
0: I love it. Well, Cindy, I think to wrap, yeah, to, to wrap that, it is, a, it is a story about taking care of people, taking care of your visitors, taking care of your scientists, taking care of your people. And your animals. And your animals. <laughs> Can't feed the animals. <laughs> gotta gotta <laughs> take care of the animals. But it's about taking care. And uh, taking care of your city, taking care of your community, and being willing to be a part of it, right? That's right. So step in the ring and play your own part. Thank you very much, Cindy Todd, for joining us. This has been Best Behavior Creative Club.